G'day. You're listening to The Misadventures of Bo Hogart and the Brilliant Blue-Eyed Woman. My name's Vic, plume.com. Chapter 16, The Slick Billion Dollar Man. Enjoy. The veins in Slick's neck looked like giant earthworms desperately searching for ways to escape the ever-increasing heat being radiated from his ever-reddening head. His blind eye, incapable of looking, was now looking like it was incapable of not popping out of its socket. Seven fucking days, you fucking fuck this fuck! The flash drive's off to the highest bidder, and the bitch is as good as dead, you fucking fat fool. Slick hurled the cell phone, smashing it to pieces against the tiled kitchen wall. Breathing heavily, he began pacing, his head tilted toward the floor. Amy knew not to say a word until he'd calmed a little bit. There's nothing more annoying to someone who's just stubbed their toe than to immediately ask them if they were all right. Instead, she retrieved the shattered phone's SIM card and inserted it into a new cell phone. A carton of new cell phones was kept in the pantry for occasions such as this. Fucker said the money's not going in for another seven fucking days! Amy waited as long as humanly possible before speaking, but it was imperative she try and keep the situation controlled. Sweetie, has he deposited your million dollar surety? Seven motherfucking days! I can't do this for another seven fucking days! Amy turned on his computer and waited while he paced. Good news, Slick, Amy said. What? I fired up your laptop. You can check your account. Did he say if he's deposited the million dollars? He said it was in, but it wasn't in last night when I told him to put it in. He's full of shit. And now he's saying seven fucking days to the billion dollars goes in. Fuck him! Slick screamed, throwing the new cell at the wall, shattering it and cracking a beige tile. I'm gonna sell that fucking whore! Amy waited a moment. Listen, babe, we can easily sort this out. I've got your account ready to open. If you log in, you can check if he's deposited your million dollars. Grumbling and seething, Slick walked to the locked kitchen drawer where he kept his passwords. Seven goddamn motherfucking days for fuck's sake. Still grumbling, Slick sat in front of the computer. God created the world in six days and it takes Uncle Fat Fuck an entire week to press a button and deposit a billion dollars. Amy moved away to allow him privacy and to avoid receiving a backhander. After a few quick taps on the keyboard, Slick said, it's in. The mill's been deposited. He sounded ambivalent. Ah, that's excellent, Slick, she said, trying to inspire him. That means he's serious about the billion dollars. And it also means he's not working with the FBI. Yes, I know, but seven fucking days! Today's nearly over, sweetie, so it's really only six days to go. Well, that's true, but six fucking days! I can't wait another six fucking days! Well, Mr. Entrepreneur, let me tell you something. 
You just made one million dollars for doing practically nothing except using your brain. So what's another six days? Another six days is nearly a fucking week. That's what another six fucking days is. Okay, babe, she said, thinking fast how to calm him. Look at it this way. In the last 24 hours, you made one million dollars. That's more than $40,000 an hour. And in six days, you'll be lying on a tropical beach having your feet massaged and drinking Caribbean cocktails while we figure out how much an hour your billion dollars works out to be. Slick's dead eye almost sparked back to life as his greed-driven impatience started turning to greed-driven excitement. You just made yourself hundreds of thousands of dollars, Mr. Magnificent, and in six days, you'll have $999 million more. Amy moved in closer, leaning over to reveal her cleavage. You're the highest-paid self-employed man I've ever known, she said, leaning in further and pressing her breasts into him, softly breathing her warm breath over his ear and neck as she spoke. You should be proud of yourself, babe. You just made a shipload of money. And in six days, you'll own the fucking ship. Slick's veins started swelling again, but not from anger. Reaching around, he cupped Amy's behind. Purring into his ear, she continued. Why don't you tell your new best buddy he's got six days or Loopy Lena gets auctioned and then come and see me in the bedroom? I've got a big, wet, warm reward I want to give you for being such a clever boy. Amy walked slowly toward the doorway and turned, giving him a sultry look before disappearing into the bedroom. While Slick was busy making his phone call, Amy grabbed some more sleeping pills. She didn't have time to hide them in the usual spot, so she quickly placed them under the ensuite's toilet brush container. He'd never find them there. Hell, he'd never touched the toilet brush. There was always plenty of evidence of that. Positioning herself seductively on the bed, Amy waited, listening to Slick's phone call. Ah, check. The million dollars is in there, but this is your final warning, fat ass. You've got six days to deposit the billion dollars, and if you don't, the brainy bitches... Amy heard Slick's cell phone smash against the tiles. Dead! A moment later, he appeared in the bedroom doorway, grinning, unbuckling his belt. He now had a million dollars and was about to have Amy. A minute and a half later, he'd finished and soon after was snoring. Amy figured Slick was quicker than usual due to his excitement over the newly acquired million dollars. But the most exciting development for Amy was it seemed she'd earned another piece of his trust. It was the second time Slick hadn't made her take her sleeping pills before bed. But more importantly, it was the first time he hadn't locked the bedroom door. Amy's urge to make contact with Lena was strong, but there was something more important to do. Wearing only her socks and scarf, Amy left his sliminess in the bedroom and tiptoed into the ensuite. She climbed onto the toilet bowl and untied a piece of cotton thread attached to a steel mesh window screen, carefully pulling it up until she held a small aluminum foil pouch. Climbing quietly back onto the floor, Amy retrieved the two pills she'd hidden under the toilet brush container, then hurried to the kitchen. She opened the pouch, placed a knockout amount of pills into a mortar and ground them into a fine powder. 
Taking one of Slick's long necks of beer from the fridge, she carefully removed the lid so as not to warp it. After pouring the powdered pills into the beer bottle, she replaced the lid and gently shook the brew until beer and powder were one. Amy marked the corner of the beer label with her fingernail and then replaced the long neck behind six or seven other beers. After swallowing two sleeping pills to keep her tolerance up, Amy emptied the remaining 20 or so pills into the mortar and produced more sleeping powder. She poured the powder back into her aluminum pouch, returned it to its hiding place in the ensuite and then showered in the main bathroom so as not to wake his horridness. When all this was achieved, Amy lay gently on the bed and drifted off to sleep. She didn't hear her necklace beep. She was too busy dreaming her plan. It wouldn't be long now. Metropolitan Time Company. Yeah, hi. Can you tell me the time, please? On the third stroke, it will be the end of Chapter 16.